You're listening to episode 10 of The Impulse Project, featuring music from the demo scene and the tracking community. Welcome back to The Impulse Project, dedicated to music from the demo scene and the tracking community. We are your hosts, Brian and Ed, and episode 10 means a new chip spotlight. It's kind of like a two-part spotlight, I guess. Yeah, today we chose to showcase the AY38910 and its counterpart, the YM2149F. And it is a PSG chip, and it sounds kind of similar to the SID chip that we introduced five episodes ago, but there's a lot of differences, too. There is a very rich history, I think, with Demoscene and Demoscene culture and the ZX Spectrum and also the CPC. And so uh, it was a really good... I think a really good time for us to, to hurry up and get this this chip included. Yeah, definitely, because, uh, you know, we're kind of going by, I guess, kind of popularity, uh, and there's a whole bunch of really awesome compositions for this chip, um, and not to say that the other chips that we're going to be introducing in the future are, are, are not popular, uh, but this is one that kind of excites us a lot, and there's a lot of good tracks out there, and we're really anxious to show them to you, so I think that's one of the reasons why we're bringing it up now. Oh yeah, totally. Like, when I started the show, I thought, ah, I'll just throw, you know, everything together, I'll just play it all, you know, just whenever I want, but it really makes a lot more sense to kind of break it up so it's not too overwhelming and it also gives us a better way to kind of organize how we're gonna how we're gonna play the show out and i think that uh it's gonna make you guys appreciate the kind of history behind the chip a little bit and the uh technology behind it as well yeah and so for veteran listeners who are you know chip tuners you're gonna probably learn maybe some new stuff maybe hear a lot of things that are you know completely banal to you but for new (laughs) listeners it's going to be kind of a good uh journey and it's not going to be so much information at once that you don't know what way is up yeah when we were first writing out the uh you know kind of like our show notes we had it way too technical and we realized you know what like this might be a little overwhelming for newcomers or may totally already know it so we should probably keep it basic so i think we have a pretty good breakdown but uh you want to go ahead and get started on the chip yeah, absolutely. All right, so the AY38910 chip family was designed in the late 70s by General Instrument, and it was originally for their uh, their PIC microcomputers. But it was extremely popular in the 80s and kind of became an audio chip standard in the industry for home computers, consoles, slot machines. I mean, you name it, showed up everywhere. A lot of it was due to the cost, I think, too. But the 8910 and its revisions, like the 8912, the 8913, etc., they shipped with the Amstrad CPC, the ZX Spectrum, or ZX Spectrum 128, the Oric 1, the Vectrix, and the MSX standard of computers. And they were also in hundreds of arcade machines just all over the place. So a lot of the old uh, arcades, you know, from like the 70s and early 80s uh, had, had this chip in it. Now... Also want to mention that the Spectrum 48K came with uh, beeper sound only, but what's really important in the the demo scene is that you could also connect an AY interface to bring 
I guess in theory, the same sound as its successors, like the 128. And I think that's pretty common in the in the scene. Yeah, uh, one of the major things to uh, know about this chip is that different systems, well, it, the, the chip was embedded in a whole bunch of different systems, as, as we just said. Each of these different systems ran the chip at a different clock. Right. So, uh, you know, with, with like the SID chip from last time, there's really only two models. And so, you know, you either had one model or the other model. Yeah. With this one, you have to select... Uh, you know, between at least five or six different clock speeds to make sure that you're playing back the music at the correct rate. So when right. you hear us talk about these tracks coming up, you know, we're going to be able to tell you which system it was from so you would know, you know, what to listen to if you wanted to download these chiptunes yourself and listen to them on your own PC. Yeah, and there's so many different varieties that it really makes it hard to kind of keep track. So, you know, like even me and you are like, oh, what what clock speed was that at? You know, we got to always double check. <laughs> so the chip itself is a programmable sound generator or a PSG that can produce a wide variety of complex sounds under software control. And that's that's kind of the definition of what a PSG is. It doesn't get any more simple than that. I mean, it's kind of vague, but at the same time, uh, what you're doing is you're programming in software how you want the, the chip to, to respond to your code. And that's, that's all it is. The, the basic sound generation blocks are three tone generators, uh, which do basic square waves for each channel. So there's three channels, A, B, and C. And then there's a noise generator for pseudo-random pulse width square wave output. And then there's also a mixer, and this can mix each channel. So it combines the outputs of the three tone generators and the noise generator. And so having that for each channel, you're able to create this really vast uh, scope of, of sound. Yeah, the chip also includes uh, amplitude control, which would allow you to change the volume of each of the individual channels. Uh, there's an envelope generator, which produces an envelope pattern, which can be used to amp modulate the output of each mixer. And then there's three DA converters that can do 16 level output uh, signals determined by the amplitude control. Yeah, that may seem a little technical, but it's kind of basic in its actual function. Yeah, uh, the differences here between this chip and the SID chip is that the SID chip included uh, that pulse width modulation and the filters, the low pass, the band pass, and the high pass filters. So the differences you're going to hear in the sound between these two chips is that the, the SID chip in the C64 has kind of a more organic sound. The sound kind of morphs I guess non-robotically, I guess is the better more organically. Right, right. Uh, where, whereas the, the AY and the YM chips kind of lack that. So you're going to hear more even tones, uh, less of a pulsy. You might hear some of that in the noise channel, but not so much in the square wave channels. Exactly. And, you know, comparing the SID to the this AY chip, it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges because yeah. even though they're, they're kind of similar in structure, they're very, very different in how they... Uh, how their functions are actually done and how they actually produce noise. We were saying though that this episode is kind of like a two-part chip spotlight because Yamaha went ahead and rebranded the 8910 in, you know, a few years later after it had already kind of started losing popularity and they called it the YM2149F. And even though it was nearly identical to the AY chip, they started putting in, in new machines and started coming out. And so you see this in the uh, MSX2 as a standard and also in the Atari ST. So a lot of the formats we're doing or we're playing on the show are going to be in like AY format or YM. And there is a few differences between the between the chips. Yeah, so the differences were mostly in sound resolution, right? And, and how many right. steps there were between... Exactly. So the way I see it is the envelopes kind of differ slightly. So the 8910 um, has 16 envelopes levels and same levels can be chosen at the volume registers but the YM2149 has 15 extra in between envelope levels so what it can do is it has it has a little bit more freedom on how it can uh, change the volume registers and I think as far as sound quality um, I'd say between like the CPC the um, ZX Spectrum and the Atari ST it's mostly due to those higher resolution timers cool so you're gonna see uh, these tracks in a whole bunch of different formats. Uh, you're going to see them with the extensions of AY, YM, SND, SNDH, and then the AY derivatives, which are the sound tracker files, uh, STC, ASC, PSC, GTR, and then the pro tracker files, PT1, PT2, and PT3. You're also going to see STP, not Stone Temple Pilots, <laughs> uh, FXM, and SQT, and generally... There's there's probably a lot more, too. Yeah, most of the players 
uh, like ZX Tune, Vortex Tracker, uh, will play, I say, a good 90% of these different formats. But once in a while, you might run into something that doesn't work in one and will work in the other. Uh, you know, it all depends on the header. And right, there's a lot tricky. of complicated stuff that actually, it's it actually got more complicated than we thought trying to <laughs> get these tracks to be able to play as they should actually sound on the show. Yeah, and, you know, to kind of... Uh you know, second what you were saying earlier to the clock speed of the chip really matters. And it's something that you have to kind of be aware of as you're as you're listening to the tunes. Because like the Amstrad CPC or the AY chip in the Amstrad CPC is clocked at one megahertz. Whereas in the ZX Spectrum it's clocked at 1.7 megahertz. And then you have the Atari ST, which is a much faster CPU as well, and then clocks the chip at two megahertz. So you know even with the same chip between these different systems, we're seeing like this massive difference in how the audio is output. So if I listen to that last track we just uh, we just heard on the Atari ST, for example, it's gonna sound super fast and it's not gonna be as enjoyable as that as it turned out. The chipmunk version. <laughs> <laughs> if any of this uh, is confusing to you, if you want to know more information about the chip, feel free to stop by our Facebook page, facebook.com slash groups slash impulse project. And, you know, you can post on this uh, post that has our uh, show in it, and you can ask more questions. We have a lot of composers in that group, too, that have worked themselves with this particular chip. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they'd be happy to talk shop with you about it. So that track that we came in with, though, that was... Uh, a kind of a cool track. I came across that. It's called Back to Reality, and it was composed in 1997. It's a ProTracker 2 file, and it was composed by John Vera, or just John. That's J-A-A-N. And uh, yeah, I came across it kind of randomly in the car when I was just kind of going through stuff, and uh, I fell in love with it. It's a really fun little bouncy track it's got a lot of energy and uh you know it's kind of short and sweet yeah it kind of reminded me of like dusk pop light you know it didn't have all those complex chords and, and progressions that you know that that stuff normally does but it was just had fun i like those little uh, arpeggios poking through the background and in, in, in between the leads yeah they kind of bubble in in the cracks and stuff like that and uh good beat to it no it was it was really fun i think it was a good introduction to this chip because it kind of shows off uh, everything that the the chip can really do, and and obviously we're gonna have a few more tracks uh, going forward in the show that that show off a couple different oh, yeah. techniques as well. And you, I think by the time the show is done, you're gonna hear just about almost everything that this chip can produce <laughs> at, at at one point or another. I sure hope so. Any, anyways, <laughs> uh, John Vera, he is a musician from Estonia, and he was part of the demo group Fantasy. Uh, that's P H Fantasy, and he was active from '96 to '98. And he's done about 30, a little over 30 tracks, all in the AY format. And that's about all I could find on him. He doesn't really have anything else. But, I mean, that's only really two, three years worth of uh, composition for, for this chip. And this was in 1997, so it was only about a year into his his uh, actual, um, you know, composing career, I guess. Yeah, so for only having a year under him, this is, this is pretty well pretty well composed so he knew his stuff yeah so he has a website that you can check out it's johncho that's j-a-n-c-h-o at uh, dot live dot com but he doesn't post anything anymore so i don't know if it's even worth going so i probably should have just not said that i mean who uses live journal god yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like so 90s <laughs> yeah it's probably he probably created it around the time he, he composed this track probably yeah anyways but yeah it was it was a lot of fun but i think it is time to move on to our next one absolutely this one is called lovers and it's by c jeff and it's an AY format. Let's take a listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Ooh, welcome back. That was Lovers by C. Jeff. And if <laughs> Barry White was a bitmap sprite, he'd be laying you down by the 8-bit fire to make some sweet, sweet pixel love to you right now. <laughs> no, that track is awesome. Man. That's, that's, what a, that's a great example, too, of some of the amazing stuff that comes out of, you know, the, the format, the AYYM format. It almost sounded like the the uh the melody was kind of crying there it was kind of coming it was like no a little bit a little bit like i got a bit you know like i said a very very white like smooth talking oh yeah lay you down kind of um i don't know a very romantic vibe more than a crying vibe at least that's what i got well i mean like crying with like joy you know oh okay okay <laughs> anyways no like a, like a very intense emotion a very intense positive emotion yeah okay definitely i can see yeah, that Yeah, it does have a very like underwater feel to it too like this would go this would work in some kind of game where you're like you know kind of cruising around the ocean or something on a on a boat oh yeah those arpeggios like bloop 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 they're very bubbly almost like bubble man from Mega Man 2 it's got that kind of a flavor to it yeah no i, I thought it was a great pick though and it's definitely a cool showcase for for this episode because we We've had, you know, that kind of really peppy song in the beginning uh, from Back to Reality. And then uh, we have, you know, something that's more smooth. And then we also have, you know, a bunch more quick tracks coming up. So it's a, a good balance, I think. And this was a, a really fun track. I was listening to it in the car, too. And I was just, I was just really just jamming. I mean, there was, it was raining <laughs> outside. And I was just like, yeah, this is perfect. Awesome. Perfect weather for this track. Yeah. Uh, um, anything else on this composer? Oh, yeah. Well, C. Jeff uh, is pretty popular actually uh if you're familiar with the record label ubig tune they're a big chiptune label and they're based out of russia and c jeff actually founded that record label so uh his real name is dmitry Zemkov, and he can be found over at cjeff.com or you can hit his facebook page at facebook.com slash music or find him on twitter at cjeff underscore and he's got a ton of things under his belt He's composed for a couple of upcoming games. One's called Temperus, and the other is called Megasphere. Both can be found on Steam. And he doesn't only just compose in AY format. He'll take, uh, you know, classic retro hardware and combine them with modern hardware and, and just make kind of like hybrid songs. He'll do some fake That's stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, he just, he, he's just one of those guys that really lives and breathes chiptune and not only does it for himself, but through his record label, helps other chiptuners get notoriety too. So he's, he's kind of like a good Samaritan of the scene. That's really awesome. How did you come across this track? Uh, he, it was featured on a cover I just did a Google search for, like, you know, for the chip. Basically, I was looking up the chip. And, uh, you know, he was kind of featured as a prominent uh, artist that had a lot of, you know, some of the best tracks available uh, for the demo scene for this particular format. So I just started checking his stuff out, and I really like this one. Yeah, I got to say, like, I am not that familiar with this artist other than just, you know, from, from you. But I definitely am going to seek out more of his, his stuff now. Yeah, I've heard of Ubiktune, but I wasn't aware of like him as an individual. So right. I was kind of nice to put the two yeah. together and actually get a face to to that name. So it's pretty cool. I noticed there's a lot of like Russian ZX Spectrum composers or, or CPCs. A lot of Eastern Europeans. Yeah, Belarus, right. Poland, right. Uh, Russia. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, must be very popular over there. Yeah, so you got anything else on uh, Dmitry Zemkov? That's all I got, man. All right, well, the next track is is pretty cool. It's something that uh, I'm really excited to play. It's a track called Hepe, and it is composed by Kangaroo Music.
just heard Hepe in the AY format for the Amstrad CPC composed by Kangaroo Music. And uh, man, what a audio journey through the the AY chip, right? Yeah, totally. That that baseline is what got me, dude. Yeah, it's it, just it. Uh, you know, I was talking about that not having too much of a morphing sound, but they really figured out how to get it out of that that baseline there. It's it's so low that it sounds like your speakers kind of busted but i i love that man i was <laughs> i was in the gym actually uh, and i hooked my my phone up to like the speaker system and i was like i was the only one in there so luckily uh you know i didn't have anybody like what the what the hell are you listening to but uh <laughs> it was awesome i was just sweating and i was just like yeah it just made me feel so powerful uh it's that it's that bass man that crunchy bass i love it so much so yeah it's got a really good groove to it and then you know the little um kind of stabbing staccato uh, you know, lead synths really help it along too. So it's a nice dichotomy between the really low and then that kind of mid to high range at the top. The track is really dynamic. It changes. It goes through different like waves, different patterns, and uh, you know, little different themes kind of sprinkled in. If you if you really break it down to just the melody, it's actually kind of a simple tune. It doesn't do anything overly complex. I think, and you know, maybe. It's just a good combination with that that really crunchy bass that makes it sound like a lot more dynamic than it is. But I think just the fact also that changing up the the melody and going through these these almost little stories, if you will, um, really makes the track just so so interesting to listen to. I, I you know it's it's a seven minute file. It loops about five minutes in, but it's it's just so fun to listen to. I can listen to it, you know in the gym, in the car, you know, while I'm working at my desk, and uh, it always feels kind of fresh. Yeah, it's kind of a multi-purpose melody, almost, you know? It, it can be intense, but then if you listen to it a different way, it can almost sound kind of like just background working music. It's really cool. Now, this tune was actually part of a demo. It was called the 39KB Shock Demo, and it was uh, done by Pac-Man of the Rebels in 1995. And so uh, it was included in that. So the file itself was actually ripped out and put into AY format. So I'm not sure what the original uh, format is that this was you know, composed in, but uh, it is in AY format now. So make sure you guys are listening with the Amstrad CPC hardware and to get the, to get the right effect. Go out and buy one if you don't have it. Yeah, go buy one if you don't want to have it or refer to this episode for the correct sound. Yeah, and you know, if we can find, the, uh, if we can find a video of the demo, we'll post that up in the Facebook group as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so uh, the composer, Thorsten Norman Michel, and he's also known as Kangaroo Music, and he was a member of the group Spring. He also uh, composed about 450 different tracks on the wow. Amstrad. C- yeah, 450 on the uh, on the CPC using Soundtracker, and a lot of his tunes were used in um, demos for the demo scene, just kind of like this in different groups. But he also did some tunes for. Uh, CPC and Nintendo Game Boy games. Um, I'm not sure exactly which games he did work for, but uh, a few different uh, French titles and stuff like that, I, I guess. That's very cool. Game Boy is another one of those systems that we'll probably be getting to eventually. Oh, I'm sure we will. There's a big <laughs> uh, demo scene behind the uh, Game Boy as well, so uh, that's that's definitely on the lineup. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that was a fun track, so let's move on. Yeah, totally. Our next track is called Spaceship. And it is by... (laughs) (laughs) I like the enthusiasm there. (laughs) And it is by Laser Genius. Thank <laughs> you. 
And welcome back. That was Spaceship by Laser Genius. And that kind of demonstrates, I guess, the darker side. (laughs) Jesus, dude, that was pretty intense man it, it's crazy watching that in a tracker because those those numbers are just flying up the page it's a really fast track oh my god like it's it's like 90 percent sound effects but like sound effects that turn into uh like a music composition it's really yeah it's a really interesting kind of line that it teeters on i think but uh it was it was cool though man i I like that kind of stuff yeah it's it's industrial dance it's the stuff i used to listen to like this was written in 1999 so it's around that same time that i was going to the goth clubs and like really um listening to all of this really crazy stuff like wumpscut and skinny puppy and and all those industrial (laughs) bands so you know this this kind of has that flavor to it so it really kind of grabbed me as soon as i as soon as i heard it um laser genius is otherwise known as eugene yanutsevich and he is from Belarus, a city called Grodno. And he was in the group Ascendancy Creative Labs when he wrote this particular track. He was also a member of the Fishbone crew. And he's got a, a good, I'd say about 10 to 12 tracks uh, that he's done. Um, he was active between 1997 and 1999. So this was kind of towards the end of his career. And uh, I don't know. I just I really like this one. I like that kind of like LFO, like those laser do 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 do. It's a really cool effect for this chip. You don't hear that that kind of thing that often with this with this chip. It's a good thing that we have like a you know both of us on this show because it's not a track I would have picked normally. But I did. You know when I when you know we're sitting together and and listening to this music, it's something that I can really like kind of focus on and enjoy. Because if I was just driving in my car and I and I heard this come on, I'd be like, up next. But uh, really, like, kind of sitting down and, like, listening to everything, I'm like, wow, this this is pretty cool. I like this kind of stuff. See, if I heard this in the car, I would just punch that pedal down and <laughs> just roll. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, pick up a few extra tickets on your way. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of got that, like, the uh, end of a Fast and Furious movie feel to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Racing yeah. against the clock kind of a deal. Right. How'd you come across this track? Uh, this I like the name, Spaceship. I don't know. You know did, have you ever seen the Lego movie? Oh, yeah. So there's that dude. It's like, spaceship. He thinks spaceships are totally awesome. <laughs> so I right. saw this file in him, and I was like, spaceship. I got to listen to this one. So <laughs> That's where that came that's, from. <laughs> that's the reason I picked this one to listen to and, and really liked it. <laughs> that's that's cool, man. <laughs> See, this episode has a really good mix of stuff, man. We're all over the place. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to do for this, you know, this show to kind of, like I said, demonstrate all the different kinds of sides to this. Uh, the AY here. Well, the next track that I have picked out is going to bring us a little bit back down to uh, to reality. It's We're going to descend back down to Earth for this next track, but it's still pretty wild. It's called House, and it's composed by Yurts Mie.
just heard House, composed by Yurtz Mie, and that is in the sound tracker format for the ZX Spectrum. And this was composed in 1999, and it was used in the demo Bunch of Arse, released by Fat. Fat Arse? Fat Arse. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Sir Mix-a-Lot would be proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love this track, man. I thought it was so fun to listen to. And, uh, you know, when we were picking out you know different tracks for this episode, I had like a folder of like 40 different things, and I tried to narrow it down. And I really like the composer, and I really like what he does with uh, the hardware that uh, that he composes on. Yeah. What, what this song made me visualize, you know, like... Um, commercials or like movie scenes where they play like a time lapse of you know people in a city and they're walking around really fast yeah. and like you know st- stoplights are going like every 30 seconds that that had that kind of a feel to it where you have kind of a slower backbeat but then it like really fast you know lead arpeggiated keyboards and it just it brought that kind of fast sunsets and day night cycles it brought me to that kind of a feeling yeah and he goes through a bunch of different uh kind of patterns with with this track as well like he'll start with like a kick uh and like just a simple kick and then like uh add bass to that and then melody will come in and then all of a sudden you'll get like some snare hits and uh it then it drops right back down to like a more simple pattern and like kind of gets caught in your head like i i was humming this track like all day long because i listened to it this morning and just has been you know stuck in my head ever since it's stuck in my head right now yeah and so probably <laughs> probably until we record our next show this might be exactly stuck in your head. but uh yurt's mie he's he's a really interesting guy and he's he's still composing stuff today so he uh he's actually a member of the facebook group he posts all the time in our facebook group he sure does and he's got a a lot of really cool posts too like he not just music that he's doing but like some of the hardware that he's using but anyways he was uh at this time in 1999 he was part of the group hui program i think i'm saying that right and um he did a bunch of like demo uh demo stuff he's released tons of albums but in 2002 he founded a band called the ay writers and they play music on all the spectrum models and so uh, it's you know a few different guys and they, they get together and they you know do live shows and, and stuff like that. If you want to find out some of their music, you can go to ay-writers.specky.cz, and then all of his solo stuff that he he works on he puts on his website. And like I said, he has tons of albums. So uh, going through his website is is kind of daunting if if you're just trying to find like you know a track you want to listen to. <laughs> uh, he's got so much stuff. But that's uh, Yertsmie, which is Y E R Z. M-Y-E-Y dot I dash demo dot PL. We'll put the link in the show notes so you don't have to remember that. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, like I, it's funny because I went to his website and I was I was kind of going through it and uh, I really love it. It's so old school because it's all one page. So like you just scroll down and down and down. There's no tabs. There's no. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah. And like I was saying before about, you know, technical knowledge on the on the Facebook group. I mean, if, if there's a question about the chip that we can't answer, I, yours will definitely be the one that can answer that question for you. Yeah, he's going to be the first one to spot out the flaws in this episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, his, his weapon of choice is the ZX Spectrum 48K with the AY interface that we were talking about earlier. And so it's really cool that he's able to produce all of this, um, all these tunes using, you know, ancient hardware at this point but he still oh, he yeah. still has a, a ton of different stuff he also does music for the uh zx81 the atari xl and xe he does uh stuff on the atari st the falcon the uh amiga 500 and the 1200 and he also does uh stuff in milky tracker on the raspberry pi which i'm pretty happy about because i do the same thing except mine doesn't turn out as good <laughs> yeah so he's very versatile guys uh, all over the place he has a lot of um stuff on youtube so you can you can check out his stuff there but um yeah we're, we're gonna be hearing a lot more from him i'm sure on on future episodes oh totally we, we both really enjoy his stuff so i'm sure both of us will start picking more tracks from him as the time goes on right so we have one one track left one last track and this one is a doozy this one is called turbo uh by darkman 007 
Okay, welcome back. That was Turbo by Darkman007 for the group Quite. And that sounds absolutely amazing because it actually uses two AY chips in tandem. I love that so much. I, I was so into that. We were just listening right now, and I was just like, oh my god, I don't want it to end. I just want to keep listening. <laughs> I know. From the first 10 seconds, I was just totally entranced by it. Yeah, that was excellent. This, this composer's like the real deal. Yeah, Darkman007 has been around for uh, just about ever. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's from Russia, and his real name is uh, Vladimir Tugay. And this particular track took first place in the DeHalt 2007 ZX Spectrum AY slash Turbo AY music competition. Um, so, and there was uh, a good like 15 to 16 participants just in this category alone. So he beat out just about everybody in there. I can see that. <laughs> there aren't too many instances in, in like real life where you would get two of these chips kind of in tandem together. It did appear mm-hmm. in the Elector TV games computer, the expanded version of that. And then uh, Mockingboard 2 and onwards. So not the first one, but the second iteration and then all the iterations after that had uh, two of these. Uh, they were chip variants, but they produced the same kind of sound. The, the same stuff, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's 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 really cool to see these two chips paired up because, you know, like you have you have the limitations of, of the, the AY chip by itself. But then when you when you really expand on it and you have two of them create so much more because you essentially have six channels and then you can maybe have one chip focus on all of the percussion and one chip doing nearly all the melody and then you you lose some of that um some of that really hard difficulty with the chip and being able to kind of fake your way around making you know percussion kind of mix in with a melody i think that having that that wider range just makes it so much more rich yeah absolutely um vladimir started off in 1996 um, working with Tractor Music on the ZX Spectrum. In 2003, he started making music on the PC using Impulse Tracker, but he didn't have a sound card, so he was only using the speaker built into his mainboard. <laughs> he was Ouch. actually producing music like that. Um, Ouch. Yeah, he started competing with Tracker Music in 2004, but it wasn't until 2005 that he started uh, actually you know, getting some, some prizes in Dehalt, Chaos Constructions, and Chapixa. And uh, he's also does 3D modeling, design, and GLSL programming. You can head over to darkman007.untergrund.net, and he's got a whole bunch of different albums that you can download and listen to. Uh, he's also got a soundtrack on a game called Super Cyborg on Steam, which is essentially uh, it's a Contra clone. Oh, no kidding. It's a really good game, and it has a really fantastic soundtrack. Oh, man, I have to check that out. I did not know that. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, totally worth it. It's got very good reviews. Uh, it's only five bucks, so it's definitely worth a play. Oh, yeah. Anyways, had a lot of fun talking about this this new addition to the Impulse Project family. Oh, yeah, me too. I can't wait. Now that we've got we've got three chips to choose from going forward for our, you know the rest of our kind of free pick episodes, so um, I'm really looking forward to finding some more of these uh, amazing tunes for this chip and throwing them in and peppering them in along with the rest of our stuff. Right. Uh, you know, all these three new chips that we've added and then all the, the sample-based stuff, you know, all that stuff is always going to be on the show because, you know, that's kind of the it's kind of the ground root, the base of the, the show. So we're always going to have that in there as well. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. If you want to know more about the show, you can check us out online at impulseproject.info. And we are also on Twitter at ImpulseCast. Yes, and you can find me on Twitter at Ruiner9. And I am Doki Doki Panic. And as always, head over to Facebook.com slash groups slash Impulse Project. Uh, let us know what you thought about the show. Uh, you are free to post anything you want on that group as long as it's chiptune related. If you are a chiptuner yourself, you want to share some of your tracks, that's totally awesome. Oh, hell yeah. If, uh, if you just know of other tracks that we haven't played before on the show and you want to show off, um, you know, post them up there. If you want to ask questions or correct us on anything that we might have messed up on this show feel free to comment we are always you know i'm I'm constantly on facebook so i'm always there to answer questions or comment or just interact with anybody who wants to right and i keep an eye on the impulse project group but other than that i don't really 
care about Facebook. You're not a Facebook guy. But yeah, I do watch the the group pretty regularly. So please uh, join and uh, you know share some stuff. We'd really, really be interested in what you got to, to throw our way. Yeah, and you can also check out our other podcasts. I do uh, Pixel Tunes Radio, which is a VGM podcast. Yeah, and I also do a VGM podcast called Pixelated Audio. Even though we're on this show, we have our separate shows, but they have a lot of overlap. So I think you guys, if you like chiptunes, if you like video game music, you probably enjoy those as well. Absolutely. Anyways, again, thank you guys for listening. And I'm really excited about our next show. We kind of have another kind of spotlight, but it's more like party related. So... So in the meantime, join the discussion on Facebook or keep an eye on the feed for the next episode.